Bonjour, guten tag, privet. Hello and welcome to the Douceois podcast. I do apologize for being a little bit late. You can probably guess what's been happening from the sultry timber of my voice. No, I haven't forgot to like check in to my 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. slot on the sultry Lizzie's call in line. I was struck down with the flu. I guess the good thing about being in 2024, you can actually celebrate these days when you get the flu because when you find out you have got the flu, you're like, yay, at least it's not COVID. So I haven't had much of a voice to be able to present the episode or indeed finish off our bonus episode on Bambi Thug versus the Irish Catholic Church, but they will be coming up hopefully next week. So this week, I may not have had much of a vocal presence, but it doesn't mean I haven't had an opinion. It would take a lot more than a million-year-old flu virus to get me to keep my opinions to myself. There is so much happening in the Eurovision world, first bit of news and certainly not in any way even slightly the most dramatic piece of news we have found out. No, I can't tell you we found out who is the Australian performer, but our broadcasting union has let us know that they will be announcing who will be doing it on March the 6th. So in approximately two weeks, Australia will know, no, we won't be having a glorious competition like they've been having in Spain for what feels like a whole month of contests for glorious singers. Nope, they're just going to shove someone down our throats and say, there you go, Australia. Ah, That's it for Australia. So we'll find out March the 6th. The fact that they're making announcements to tell us that they're not making announcements until March the 6th makes me feel dread. It makes me feel absolute dread. What that says to me is they have been chasing a particular person and they have been fighting tooth and nail, but they have failed as yet to come to an agreement or that person has dropped out at the last minute. So what I'm getting is this last two weeks is a scramble so we can see who's ever left in the pub for the last song. Uh, Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully they're just trying to tease us and build up some excitement. But Australia at the moment, it feels like half of us is under a flood. The other half is on fire and every other place just can't afford to buy groceries. So I think they might be pushing it a little bit too far if they think this two weeks is going to drum up the excitement that they're hoping for. Australia is experiencing such a bad housing crisis at the moment. I think they would get more excitement if they just announced who was going to Eurovision. Then the rest of us would know that there is going to be a one-bedroom apartment available at least for a month while that singer is in Sweden. So hurry up and let us know so we can fill out those rental applications. Next week, we're going to be doing our special episode, which is Bambi Thug versus the Irish Catholic Church. Because, of course, there's somebody just going about their life happy, guilt-free, living their best life. So, of course, an old white man got to weigh in and bring down everyone's mood. We have a few other countries have picked their singer for 
Eurovision 2024. I have noticed the trend this year is there are a lot of individual singers being picked to represent each country. Now, I know there's always whatever wins the year before tends to influence the next year. Everybody starts to coffee and scramble like, oh, that's what they really want. The other thing I think we really have to consider is the fact there is a global financial crisis. Are people just selecting the one singer? I'm just going to save it. There's five airline tickets you're saving right there. To be honest, it's not a bad plan. There's a cost of living crisis. You've got to save money where you can. I mean, nobody wants to say it. I mean, I know there is funding from the EBU, but there is only a certain amount of funding. But when it comes to these countries, they just may not have the money to bring the giant spectacle to Eurovision. It's not just a case of, oh, we'll plan it, they'll pay for everything. You have to work it out. You have to have someone design it. You have to rehearse with it. Countries may not just have that money available. The simple fact is when there are times of crisis and money is short, one of the first things that get cut is money for the arts money for entertainment. And as much as I love the Eurovision Song Contest, it is a very hard sell when you're up against funding for a hospital ward or paying nurses more. It's hard to argue that I need that $5,000 for a studded Diamante Brazil. Mind you, I am still grumbly with the flu. And I have to be honest, as Thanos showed up today with his 50% of the population, you know what, I'm on board. But we'll go into the individual songs and the individual performers next week um, when I can give them a little bit more passion and love. The other big thing that we're going to touch on just very quickly, again, we'll go into it more next week, is the simple fact is, according to Israeli newspaper, yet, I'm going to, no, that's not, that sounds, that sounds Russian, Yet, net, net. I apologize for saying that completely wrong, I'm sure. Yet, oh my lord, I have just had an amazing idea. I was about to say it, I'm not going to say it. I've just had an idea for an invention that's going to change the world. I have to go and Google as soon as this is over. Well, I've got to go and like pass out for another five hours. This is very tiring. But after I do that, I'm going to find out if this thing exists. If not, check back in here in a year. I've just invented a brilliant thing. I'm not going to say what it is. We'll come back to it. But the newspaper has reported that Israel's song performed by Eden Galan is currently being reviewed by the EBU, which they do for all of the songs, to examine the possibility that it may have perceived, quote, political lyrics. Now, as we know, the Eurovision Song Contest is not a place for politics and people are not allowed to present songs that are believed to have a political message. You know where I'm going with this. We are, of course, all talking about the Putin bang bang song. Now, just because some people perceive that there are political lyrics, the other alternative is it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone sees political message. Another example of this is Ukraine with Dancing Lusha Tumbai. People com- some people complained saying that the lyrics were saying Russia goodbye when it was actually saying Lusha Tumbai, but they were hearing Russia goodbye. As we know, the beautiful irony of Barbara Streisand 
the more you protest, the more you make things more popular. And of course, now when Verka Saduchka does do Lansing, dancing Russia Tumbai, the, lar- the lyrics are now sung as Russia Goodbye. But the newspaper is claiming that anonymous European sources claimed the song, rumoured to be titled October Rain, could be found to be in breach of the Eurovision rules, again, political references. Now, just hearing the title of this song, October Rain, I assume what the song could be in reference to. But again, I want to actually wait until I actually hear the song to make an opinion as to what I think it is referencing. Again, I haven't heard the song. It may not be subtle. It might be alluded to. I have to wait. The other option is it could just be genuinely one of those things where people try to, you know, when people make like really low because when I honestly, when I heard October rain, my in my brain, I just started singing in November rain, which I've weirdly put to a Prince song. So again, I can't be sued for copyright breach by Guns N' Roses because of what I did there. I'm not an idiot. It's genius. It's like when there is a huge blockbuster film like Star Wars and Jurassic Park, but then people make really low F grade movies, but then they name it kind of similar, but not quite. So, oh, oh, is this Animal House or is it Animal Housemates subdivision? You know, so you're in the store and you're like, oh, is that the movie everyone's talking about or not? Or, oh, you know, when you start typing it in Spotify, is it close enough that that will come up? People might click on it for a different... Maybe it's just a copyright issue. Maybe they're trying to sample sweet November rain, Guns and Robes vibes, but they just don't want to get caught up and pay that sampling money. Maybe they're going to try and be as guns and roses as you can possibly be without being guns and roses maybe it's swords and daffodils maybe they're going to come out and their guitarist nash is going to come out in a tall pointy hat and raucous pop style we don't know i'm sorry my voice is terrible so yeah i haven't actually heard it so i can't comment as to whether it's political or not i'm going to keep my ears out as soon as i can get a listen to the song and i have a voice we'll sit down we'll have a discussion anyway thanks for putting up with me in my weakened condition hopefully i make it through the night and the cats won't eat me haha <laughs> i'm only joking my cats will not eat me when i'm dead they don't eat trash Join us hopefully next week when I can string a sentence together. In the meanwhile, stay healthy, stay happy, and everybody just be nice to each other.